Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today I want to talk about some antitrust legislation that's been in the work for the last year. It's called the American Innovation Choice and Online Act. Now it affects some of the largest companies um, in the world, specifically for Amazon, Google, Apple, and Facebook. Um, now these companies are not specifically targeted by name, but when we look at the criteria later on as we go throughout the legislation, it's, it's very hard to distinguish. There's not very many people who are affected. It's really just targeting these large companies by the specifications that they've given. Now, we will go into the details later on, but just to give a little bit of background, this has been in the works for a little over a year and was first introduced into the House a year ago, and it was introduced in the Senate about six months or six months after that. Um, and then it progressed in the Senate about probably six months ago at this point. So, um, I, you know, several things have transpired since that happened. There's been the war with Ukraine. There's been, you know, big inflation numbers. There's been a lot of things that the administration as well as Congress is trying to fight off and is really preoccupied and they don't really have time for antitrust, or at least the American people don't really care so much about antitrust. They're trying to, you know, tamper um, soaring costs right now. But I do believe here in the next three, four months, maybe six months, it's going to start, it's going to come back up on the, you know, you know, front and center. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about what's in the bill and what's going to happen. So in today's video, I'm going to give a brief summary of who's affected, what's in it, and then kind of go line by line through the bill um, because I think it is really interesting um, and it would impact these four major players in a big way. Now to jump into kind of the highlights. Now, like I said, mentioned earlier, you have Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Google are really the ones that are kind of targeted in here because of the size and um, the, the population in which they affect are kind of spelled out in the legislation. Now to talk about them a little bit uh, one by one. So from a Google perspective, they kind of have a suite of apps and they kind of built off of each other. And in the bill, we'll, we'll go over it more in detail, but it kind of specifies that if they're not um, have to be together, that it doesn't necessarily mean that they're supposed to work together. In other words, Google search may not recommend Google Maps, may not recommend Google, Google Sheets, Google whatever, right? Other Google products like Google Reviews, for example. Now, another example is, is Amazon. They're not gonna be able to recommend their own uh, basics, Amazon basics. So like, you know, if you wanna go out and buy a phone charger, um, you could buy the one from Samsung or Apple or Amazon has their own, Amazon Basics, right? They'll recommend that before the others. That would be specifically prohibited in this bill. And other things where they own multiple businesses and recommending things that they own would be specifically, honestly, it seems illegal from this bill. From an Apple perspective, um, the thing I've seen here is kind of like with Siri, um, you know, why would Siri, and this kind of goes for Google Voice and you know Alexa and some of those other things, is um, Siri is specific to only Apple devices. And there's an argument kind of made in this, in this legislation that would say that Siri could be sold and supported on multiple devices, not Apple related. So the argument here is, is that Siri itself could be illegal if it's only on Apple devices because it's basically saying you can only buy Apple. If you wanna use Siri, you have to buy Apple devices. And that's another concern here. 
um, among the ones that we mentioned. Now the last one is Facebook. I don't really have any good examples for this, but you know you have Instagram, that Facebook, they kind of integrate seamlessly. Um, WhatsApp, and if there's any cross-selling, if you know Facebook or Meta now, they are doing some stuff in the metaverse and then they want to cross-sell across Facebook. And then maybe there's um, TikTok, a very close competitor of theirs. And you know they're trying to just you know sell Facebook through the metaverse stuff that could run them into issues as well. So really the the, the main thing here is any data. Um, we'll talk more specifically, but data products. Um, if you're using that to sell your own product over someone else's, you basically get yourself in trouble. Um, and there's really no clear definition on okay, well, what's best? What should I recommend? Um, uh, you, know, you know, what do you do? It's it's not really outlining that. It's just mainly saying, well, if you're promoting your own self, then it's basically illegal, which kind of brings in the predicament of it's only these four companies that would qualify for it. So it's really going to have more people rise to the top, meet that threshold, and then kind of maybe bring up more folks. But some of these um, some of these services really elude, really build upon themselves because of the scale in which they which in which they operate. So when you have multiple folks operating in that space, I think it may get a little bit of cluttery. Also, the apps do work pretty seamlessly together and that's the way they've been built. So when you start to have maybe strange integrations with parties and things that they weren't intended to work with, that may get a little clunky as well. You may have loss of privacy or security issues with Apple devices if they're forced to um, you know, do things that they weren't intended or be opened up in ways that they weren't um, originally planned to be. So those are just some concerns with the bill. I'll bring some of those things up on a separate video altogether. Um, now let's go straight into the bill and look more into detail on what's covered and what's not covered. All right, jumping in right into the funness of getting to read the actual thing. So short title, American Innovation Choice and Online Act. Now, um, the first thing I wanna go ahead and jump into is who is actually covered under this section. So first, publicly traded company, and um, at any point during the 12 months preceding, they basically have had 500, uh, 500 million or 50 million um, monthly active users or 100,000 United States monthly active business users. Another criteria is for net sales, uh, net annual sales greater than 550 million, or no, 550, yeah, 550 billion. That would be incredible. Um, few companies are getting close to that, but several companies do have uh, market cap greater than 550, so that's um, the other criteria. And then there's another one, um, 1 billion worldwide monthly active users on the online platform. And then three here is critical trading partner. Um, so next, I want to tr jump into data, the term, and just jump into this, um, user or customer on the covered platform or user or customer of a business user. Um, do, 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 do. The term online platform means a website, online mobile application operating system, digital assistant, or online service that A, enables a user to generate content that can be viewed by the other users on the platform or to interact with other content on the platform. Facilitates the offering, advertising, sale, purchase, payment, shipping products or services, including software applications, 
between and among consumers or businesses not controlled by the platform operator or enables user searches or queries that access or display large volume of information. So right there, hey Google, um, <laughs> uh, Amazon as well. Um, and, and, and you know, actually, you know, in a lot of ways, Apple also with their Safari also runs into this problem as well. Facebook as well with large, large searches. And they also run into these problems here as well with B um, and A, YouTube baby. Okay, um, next up, all unlawful content. Let's talk about what's unlawful. So starting with section A, um, it's unlawful for a person to operate, operating a covered platform in or affecting commerce to engage in conduct as demonstrated by a preponderance of the evidence that would one, Preference the product services or lines of business of the covered platform operator over those of another business user on the covered platform in a manner that would materially harm competition. Very subjective, but in nature, the reason why they build their systems the way they do is to preference their own software, especially if they have a solution that does what they're trying to promote. Hashtag Google Maps is the first map you'll see on Google because it is what was built for the platform. Also, they spent a ton of money making it. That's what they use. Um, just going to leave it at there. Two, limit the ability of products, services, lines of business of another business user to compete on the covered platform relative to the product, services, lines of business, or the covered platform operated in a manner that would material harm competition. So in this one, I think of like a, a marketplace like Facebook or um, an Apple in a, in a way, like maybe their app store, maybe Google app store. You could think of Amazon, um, their, their, their store as well, where, you know, if you're trying to sell something in the app store, you know, you could get yourself into a predicament here if you try to put your stuff in front of other people um, when, there could be maybe an argument that says um, their product is better or, or whatever, right? How how do you how do you weigh which one you should put first, right? There's no one making that um, determination for you. Three, discriminate in the application or enforcement of the terms of service of the covered platform among similar situated business users in a manner that would materially harm the competition. Pretty self-explanatory. Materially restrict, impede, unreasonably delay the capacity of a business user to access or operate with the same platform, operating system, hardware, software features that are available to the product services or lines of business of the covered platform that compete or would compete with product services uh, offered by the business user on the covered platform. Um, I think this is just saying if you have a platform and you have a competitor and you restrict them from using the platform, it sounds like that would be also, I think this would need a little bit more, like what were you actually saying? Like they have to, I mean, I'm sure there's, there's compete clauses out there that say, sorry, because you're on one platform, you can't be on another platform. Um, I know Alibaba got in trouble with that, actually having people selling on their their, their platform. And they said, sorry, if you're, you're going to sell on Alibaba, you can't sell on other sites. Um, I know that's two totally different things. One's CCP, but they're a hell of a lot more strict, which is kind of what this is leaning towards. It looks like, 
Um, but this doesn't even apply to Chinese companies or any foreign co company for that matter. It only applies to U.S. companies, which is just crazy, which is one of the problems. But we'll, we'll get more into this. But this there's so much so many problems with with what's in here. But it's important to understand, um, at least see it. And number five, condition access to the covered platforms or preferred status. Um, condition access to the covered platforms or preferred status or placement on the covered platform on the purchase or use of other products or services covered by the covered platform operator that not part of the intrinsic, not part of or intrinsic to the covered platform. So, yeah, that one's a little confusing. Um, use non-public data that are obtained. Okay, so this one's important here. Use non-public data that is obtained from or generated on the covered platform by the activities of the business owner or by the interactions of a covered platform user with the products or services of a business owner to offer the support of offering the products or services of the covered platform that could compete or would compete with products or services offered by the business owner on the covered platform. So I think there's some interesting thoughts here and I think this could go multiple ways. I don't know exactly what this is trying to say, but there, there's two ways I could see this, or at least two simple ways. First one is, is like, let's use Amazon, right? They know how much their competitors are selling. They know how much the shipping is. They know all this about their product. So they know how to place and they know how to price their products in order to be very competitive against whoever is selling on their platform. So that's one way of them using data that, you know, data that would benefit them in a material way that would be semi kind of sketchy, right? The second uh, thought on this is that because they have that data, they can't use it or they have to open it up if it's not public. So I think there's two ways this could go. I'm, I'm, I think also one of the reasons why you build these platforms, you spent so much money, you get all this data, it's very similar to a pharmaceutical company that goes out, they spend all the money on the farm, the, 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 the research and development, they spend the money on the, the clinical trial, it fails or doesn't fail. And at the end of the day, the reason why they have a product is because they have data that supports something, right? Um, and effectively what they're saying here is that data cannot be used to benefit the company. And so I have a little bit of problems with that. Now, um, Competition issues is another problem, but I, I do see a little bit of a similarity there. That's that's my opinion. So take it what you want for. Um, and then it's number seven, material restrict or impede business user from accessing data generated on the covered platform by the activities of the business user. So I don't see this as a big problem. I think in a lot of platforms, they get, they you know, if you're a business user utilizing Shopify or Amazon or whatever it is to, to do your business, a lot of these platforms, they give great dashboards. They give great analytics into things that can help sell more on the platform. Now, I, I just don't see that happening. So I don't see this as big of an issue, um, such as by establishing contractual technical restrictions for the portability of the business user to other systems or applications. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. So the, the, the second part of this is is what's uh, what's interesting. So. Uh, I think maybe you could just create an Excel file with something. I don't know. Create an export and just provide it to them and say, hey, if you want to take this somewhere else, be my guest. But 
Um, yeah, I, I don't think that's a huge deal. It's a little annoying that they even had to specify it. Um, material restrictor impede covered platforms from uninstalling software applications that have been pre-installed on the covered platform. We're changing default settings that directors still cover platform users to products or services offered by the covered platform unless necessary. Um, Okay, so the first part of this is, let's say you have an Android device that has Google Chrome, it has, uh, shoot, I don't know, or an, like it's a, I don't know, uh, you buy an Amazon Prime, what is it? They have those tablets, right? And they have Prime, they have all these, you have all the Amazon apps on there, right? Um, and let's say it prevents you from uninstalling those that are already pre-installed on there. Okay, so basically they would have to, same with Amazon, same with Apple in a lot of ways here, is that they would have to allow the uninstallation of the applications that are defaulted on the device um, and have the ability to have the user go to another similar sort of application or app in this case where we're talking about um, devices. So that's pretty broad. I think I think I could think of a million scenarios there that, that kind of runs into problems, especially if I'm thinking from the iPhone perspective, um, from a security perspective. But hey, um, so what's the second part? Or services offered by the covered platform operator. So this is the, like, let's think of this one, the platform. So one, we're thinking about a phone. The first part I'm thinking about like a phone. Um, but when we're thinking about platforms, it could be a device. It could be um, like Google, right? Google, you know, they send themselves to have a million different apps. Um, same with Apple. They have, you know, they have the, all their, basically all their own apps for doing everything. Um, so basically says, they couldn't, they would have to be able to have the ability to change the default settings to directors still steer covered platform users to products or services offered by the platform off operator. They would have to have the ability to do that unless it's necessary for security or functioning of the covered platform. So I think they could get away with security on that, but I think that's a little bit of a definition. I haven't seen much defined in this. Um, that security is a big deal, and then functioning of the cover, functioning of the cover platform. So, again, very vague here. You could say that everything is functioning. That literally, that's functioning as design. Like, if you want to come from a software development perspective, you know, oh, this isn't the way it should work. Whoa, 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 whoa! Functioning as design, bro. Um, yeah, that, that, that's a slippery slope right there. Functioning of the covered platform. So I'll say these algorithms, that's how they're functioning. So <laughs> um, good luck having that uh, in a courtroom. But um, part B of that, to prevent data from the covered platform or operator or another business user from being transferred to the government of the People's Republic of China or the government of another foreign adversary. Okay, so 
not the government of the United States, apparently. Um, that is interesting. Uh, I'm just going to leave that there. That's a, that's an interesting one. I think security in general should cover that, but apparently they're leaving that open enough and I'll just, uh, they're leaving that open enough to say security from these people, not from the U S government and its allies. That's what I'm reading out of this. Not that I'm saying it's right. I'm just saying that that's what this part B, in my opinion, clarifies the security piece. Number nine, in connection with any covered platform or user interface, including search or ranking functionality offered by the covered platform, treat the product services, lines of business of the covered platform more favorably relative to those other business user than other standard uh, mandating the fair, neutral, fair, and non-discriminatory treatment of all business users. Yeah, business users. Okay, basically, how do you how do you quantify what's supposed to be top search? Right. I mean, that's where we get into big problems with this. Um, retaliate against any business unit or covered platform that raises concern with any law enforcement authority about actual or potential violations of federal or state law. So. Um, this is actually would be interesting. I think this is probably calling out people who get shadow banned, probably people who think that they, um, this could get people in a lot of trouble. I would imagine, um, if, if this was, this was true, I, I think you would have to figure out what retaliation is and, um, raises concerns with any law enforcement actual potential violations of state and federal law. Um, I don't know. That doesn't sound that terrible. Now, here's the last piece. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and... Um, okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and finish up with this. I know this one's running long, but it is an interesting thing to cover, so I'm going to finish it out. Okay. Affirmation defenses. It shall be an affirmation defense and under action or under paragraphs A, uh, one, two, three, subsection A in the defendant established preponderance of the evidence the conductor was nearly tailored. Okay, and received initially to A, prevent a violation or comply with federal or state law, protect safety, user privacy, and the security of non public data or the security of the covered platform, or C, maintain or substantially enhance the core functionality of the covered um, platform. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing. I do videos on personal finance, investing, and stock analysis. This was a long one today. I hope you liked it. Please consider subscribing. Thanks so much for watching. My name is Frank, Frank Finance, out.